Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Dan Goldsmith. Dan is currently CEO of Tendo, a software company focused on seamlessly connecting patients, clinicians, and caregivers throughout the care cycle. Prior to Tendo, Dan was the CEO of Instructure, supporting the teacher and learn needs of more than 30 million students and teachers using Canvas. Dan also spent nine years at Viva, where as chief strategy officer, he helped the company IPO and become the leading provider in the life sciences industry. Earlier in his career, Dan held senior executive roles at Accenture, PricewaterhouseCoopers, and IBM. Dan is an active advisor, investor, board member, and philanthropist. His service spans public, private, and nonprofit organizations. Dan graduated from the University of Rochester and currently resides in the Philadelphia area, but he can be often found on the Silicon Slopes of Utah or working with organizations in Silicon Valley. Well, good afternoon, Dan. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Brian. Good to be here. Absolutely. I appreciate you jumping on and we get to connect and hear a little bit more about what you do and and how you're running uh, the company Tendo. So let's jump into the questions, Dan. You've got quite the career in technology. You've been an advisor, a board member, entrepreneur, and now you're the CEO at Tendo. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Sure. Um, so look, I've been super fortunate over the last 25 plus years with, with incredible opportunities and mentors. In fact, you know, I tell my friends all the time, my wife is smart and I'm lucky. And that's been a good, uh, good way of living for, for a long time. But from a career perspective, uh, there's a few things that I found to be really helpful in terms of my growth. Um, one has been always focusing on the people around me and under me. A lot of people, I think, through their careers, focus on managing up. I've always believed in building strong relationships of respect and trust within teams. And, you know, you, you, you can do a lot more as a team, a team of individuals. And as you elevate those teams, the impact you can make and the career growth you can experience is, is far greater. Um, from an inspiration perspective, I'm, I'm a glutton for punishment. You know, ever since I was a little kid, you know, when someone would say something is really, really hard or impossible, I would run at that thing. So, you know, that's, uh, that's worked for me so far through my career. And so that, that the, the big, hairy, audacious, challenging problems uh, have tend to be a theme throughout my career. And those are the things that inspire me, those problems that can really make an impact on the world, the impact, a positive impact on people's lives. Uh, That's what really inspires me to do the work I do. Awesome. I appreciate that. And I can hear the passion, the excitement in your voice. And so it's certainly something that would resonate with me. And I know it'll resonate with a lot of people in our audience. So thank you. And so let's talk about the pandemic. Hopefully this is over soon. As this lifts and we go back to some sort of normalcy, what are your plans for growth in 2021? Wow, we've been um, we've been really lucky this year to, to already start building an incredible team. We're, we're about 40 people in Tendo today. We started effectively November 1st assembling, assembling the team. And our plan right now is it's growing to, to about 100 people. Uh, this calendar year. So it's definitely been more of a rocket ship than, than we expected uh, at the outset. Uh, for a lot of companies, the pandemic has, has uh, provided a tremendous amount of challenges, obviously, in many of the ways we're familiar with. But uh, now what we're seeing is organizations trying to figure out what does this new work culture look like? What does, what does this new office environment look like? How do we get back to the office? And what is that new uh, form or, or shape? So first of all, we focus a lot on culture at Tendo. We want to have sort of a family room culture, a culture where people feel connected and at home with with 
our employee base and the ways uh, that we work. And the pandemic has, has pulled back the curtain and showed different ways of working, new ways of being productive, new ways of interacting and socializing. And so I think it's easy during the pandemic for all of us to focus on the things that we've lost during this time. And there's so many, um, but it would be a shame if we didn't also recognize the new things that we've learned and the way we can appreciate the connectivity that not only happens in the office, but beyond the office. So looking forward in terms of us staying relevant as an organization with regards to our employees and culture, we now think about our workspaces differently. We think about the physical workspaces really revolving around culture, connection, and, and collaboration. And we, we start to think differently about productivity, productivity as individuals, productivity uh, as teams, productivity as an organization. And so those are the things we think about a lot. And then there's a lot more effort and energy put into creating connections with our customers and with the industry. And frankly, Brian, that just takes about 20, 25% more effort to make sure we can build um, you know, similar level of engaged uh, relationships with our customer base. That's awesome. And, and I talk about that a lot too, is you know, building that trust. And I just love your culture from what it sounds like it's just all around great and and that's going to be good not only for your employees but for your for your customers as well so thanks for sharing dan so dan let's let's talk about tech this is a tech platform and i'm a technologist i'd love to get into this stuff but you're obviously leveraging some new and emerging technologies within your tech stack is there anything specific you might be able to share with us today yeah happy to do that um first maybe it's important to, to pay some context on what we're doing at Tendo. At Tendo, our, our, our vision and mission uh, is to create software uh, that drives what we call exceptional experiences, these consumer-grade experiences, greater clinical outcomes, and, and, and better efficiency for patients, for clinicians, and for caregivers. I think healthcare in general has really struggled to create a, an experience for those stakeholders that is more synonymous to what we experience in other industries and other areas of our lives. So, for example, I can, uh, at a click of the button, see my entire financial health, but it's very, very difficult for me to see my personal health or my physical health. And so that's some of the problem that we want to solve. We want to create a much more frictionless experience through healthcare, so patients can navigate healthcare with more confidence and ease, and we can re return the joy of, of, of practicing medicine to, to clinicians as well, so they're spending less time on administration and focusing more time on facing patients. With that mission and vision in mind, we need to rethink the whole technology frame of how things operate. And what that starts with, Brian, is this, this fundamental idea that in a regulated industry, especially like healthcare, you need to have a platform first that can uh, support very complex workflow and requirements that can be highly rel reliable because you're dealing with people's health and needs. On the other hand, we need to have applications and solutions that can deliver a consumer-grade experience, something akin to what we what we have at uh, Amazon or OpenTable or Hulu or Netflix or whatever it may be. And there's really not a lot of technology providers out there that can blend those two uh, two models. So first and foremost, we think about our technology stack and the way we design and build uh, from that premise. Um, we're incorporating a lot of technology, some of them known, some of them not as uh, well known. Um, in, in new ways. Um, we're working with Kafka and Confluent, for example, for our event stream. We're working with Go, Neo4j, and a variety of the Amazon services as we build our stack. A lot of the work the team has been doing over the last six months is actually building the foundation so we can have 
a really strong um, environment provisioning capability, strong microservices capability, um, API framework that gives you know sort of current and backward uh, compatibility. Uh, really, something that can be extensible and scalable over time. You know, we we plan on having uh, you know tens of millions of 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 stakeholders and users on the platform um, over time, and so we need something that's architected uh, well at the outset. Um, so, you know, the other thing, the last thing I'll say about our technology and platform is we need to both serve the, the needs of providers and patients within this environment, but we also need to create a layer that can make healthcare more ubiquitous. So as a patient, I can navigate healthcare, not just within one healthcare system, but really have a more unified experience across healthcare systems. So that requires us also to play, to play a big role in interoperability across the healthcare ecosystem. So we need to part, participate as a partner with other significant players in healthcare to make that happen. That's awesome. I, I appreciate uh, you sharing you know, your perspective on what technology needs to do, leveraging it for the better good, and especially healthcare, so complex and, and, and overpriced, right? Um, and we've got everything, like you said, to deal with the, the bills, but not with the healthcare, um, you know, your, your health. So that's important. So thanks again, Dan. So Dan, let's talk about uh, last question here. Can you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in tech or entrepreneurship? Yeah, there's, you know, this is something I think about a lot. I focus a lot on people. Um, I've had the benefit again of many mentors and, and, uh, growth over time in my career. Um, I have a lot more to look back on in my career now at this point, after 25, after 25 years and, and a lot of lessons uh, learned along the way. And I think people go through transitions in their career um, from like the, the mentee type of model to a mentorship uh, model as well. So one of the first things that I've learned about building uh, my career, my experience is, is really around mentorship. Um, and this is something that a lot of <clears throat> companies talk about right now is mentorship, mentorship programs. One of my first pieces of advice for people is mentorship is not something where as an individual, you just sit at your desk and wait for some mentor to ascend down and all of a sudden enlighten you with wisdom. Mentorship actually needs to be a very active um, uh, engagement uh, from the mentee driving things. Throughout my career, I've proactively reached out to people I respected, people I saw in the market, whether it be in my company and another company at a customer to actively pursue mentoring relationships. So that's been super helpful and just um, driving experience and growth for me. I think the other thing is I've always coached people to be very vocal about the growth and the experience um, that they're looking for. So while you're in a company, um, you know, you have to get your primary job done, but ask to be a fly on the wall in other meetings that are maybe outside of your primary domain, make connections with other managers outside your group, ask for, uh, to be on the quote unquote list or to be, um, to, to have it be known that you want to do special projects as well. And I found that's a big, uh, accelerator, uh, uh, for growth, uh, as well, specifically around entrepreneurship and, and technology. Um, as one grows through their career, I think there's, there's a lot about surrounding yourself with a network of people you can learn from. Um, when I was at uh, one of my previous companies uh, based out of Silicon Valley, one of the things I was fascinated with, and I think Silicon Slopes and Salt Lake City does this well, there's a lot of networking that goes across companies um, and sharing of information. I think multiple companies uh, benefit from that. So actively finding 
those peers finding opportunities to network and, and connect with others is probably the best way uh, to advance your career. And then from an entrepreneurship uh, point of view, man, you got to be able to like jump out there and take risks. A lot of times I tell people that my pattern recognition, my learnings um, comes more from scar tissue than success. Uh, that's always not obvious on the on the surface level, but if you're not willing to put yourself out there, take some risk, engage in some of those big ideas, then you're not going to grow. Absolutely. I love that. And you're, you're right. You, you've got to take action, you know, action while it be, you know, you talk, you mentioned that scar tissue. Yeah. And action. People, you know, yeah. And Brian, you know, from a mentorship perspective, I think a lot of people are almost afraid to ask for mentorship. What I'd love to tell your audience is, you know, um, sitting in the CEO seat, sitting in a senior executive seat, um, you know, we're just normal people as well. We're, we're super flattered when someone asks for advice, when someone asks for mentorship, and that's something I take really seriously. It's something that I'm always flattered that that someone uh, you know considers me, or I think as a senior executive considers someone you know looking to them as a potential mentor, or someone who can provide advice and guidance. So I would encourage people not to be shy about that. Uh, be respectful, but um, you know just understand that people in that that senior executive suite you know really enjoy the opportunity to share experience and help people achieve things they never maybe never thought was possible before. I appreciate sharing that. And mentorship is so important. And I've talked about that quite a bit and done quite a bit in my career as well. And I feel honored when uh, asked if, if I could be a mentor to somebody. So that's, that's great. So Dan, let's uh, just want to say it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. That's great, Brian. Thanks so much for giving me the opportunity to talk today and uh, you have a good day. Bye for now. Bye for now.